1: It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Final guest of the Mowers Club this morning. He's been uh, good enough to join us at short notice. He was there at the weigh-in, noticed him there. He's all over his Australian boxing for Fox Sports News and various other outlets. Cody K joining us right now. Cody, what the hell went down with his weigh-in this morning? How are you, mate?
0: Yeah, didn't see it coming. Look, I spoke to George yesterday and he was really confident. He was only about a kilogram off. He's a perfect lightweight in terms of how well he uh, fits the division. But you, my understanding is that the scales that he used this morning in his hotel said he was 134.9 pounds. So he thought he'd made the weight. He came here, the scales were a little bit different. Um, and look, he was just over it, 0.34 over it. So we've just heard from him now. He had two hours to make the weight. He's gone and done it successfully. Weight in at 134.49, I think. So comfortably under it. Um, look, he said he just had to go to the toilet. Um, I probably would imagine that what he actually did was chuck on a sweatsuit and maybe do some pads, maybe do some skipping. It's not the end of the world, but um, I tell you what, going into the biggest fight of his career, it, it does surprise me that he wasn't here early to see the scales they had here because we've all used scales. Uh, we, know it's all, we, we know that, um, you know, they can vary from one to the other. And it's just too much of a big fight to, to to leave anything to chance when you're trying to make weight. So definitely a surprise.
1: So take us through what happened from when he stepped off those scales. And we'll get to the little uh, to and fro that he had with the Haney crew after it. But from when he the, – the, the time he spent between stepping on the scales, exactly what he did and what he came back to the same set of scales just then, did he, to, to redo the weight? Came
0: back to the same set of scales. And, look, there have been plenty of famous weigh-ins where – You've seen fighters have to strip off to their um, to their birthday suit and hide behind a towel. George tried that. And it didn't work. So he says that he just went uh, to the toilet. Um, but I don't believe it. I think that really what he would have had to have done to have lost that much weight um, would have been to go and put his sweatsuit on, do some skipping, and try and make the weight that way. But he's not far off it. I mean, you're talking 0.36 pounds. But you've got to remember that this guy's already probably um, worked pretty hard overnight to get down to that weight. So then after spending another hour and a half doing whatever he had to do, is an hour and a half you lose where you're not rehydrating, you're not refueling. You already looked pretty drained to me, to be completely honest, when he failed to make the weight the first time around. Mm. So, look, you know, obviously George is going to say that he's fine and, um, you know, he's still got 24, 25 hours to recover for the fight, but it's not ideal. I mean, to be honest, when I spoke to George yesterday, he thought Devin was the one that was going to struggle to make the weight um, and it couldn't have turned out much any different so look fortunately that is why you're given a two-hour limit um that's why fighters get a two-hour limit because it does happen it's just surprising that it's never happened to him before and it happens on this stadium uh, sorry on, on, on this
1: stage yeah it'll be just interesting as you said to see what it does to his performance tomorrow when he gets into the ring But how much energy energy and draining does this little scare having him what about all the trash talk how, who, who won that little victory Yeah,
0: well, Noddy, it's a good point. I mean, you know yourself from being an athlete that you need to make sure you've got plenty in the tank. As for the um, uh, look, as for the trash talk, I don't think George ever loses a trash talking contest, does he? I don't think he's ever lost one. He's undefeated there too, but um, look, these guys don't like each other. Um, You know, There's been a fair bit of animosity between them. There's been a fair bit of bad blood right between both camps, and earlier on when George failed to make weight, um, the two camps almost got into it. So, there's definitely a feeling of tension here. Um, These guys can't wait to get in and punch the you-know-what out of each other. But um, I also wouldn't be surprised if um, punches fly between the teams at some point because there really has been a lot of animosity build-up right throughout this. We were all jammed in yesterday to a tiny venue for the press conference, um, a tiny, tiny venue, and it was heated there too. So, you know, a lot of times at fights, you find that, you know, both teams get on, it's pretty cordial. It's been anything but, um, and I believe that it's genuine too. I mean, there's one thing trying to sell tickets. This has got a real feel to it, so um, shut yourself in because it's all going to go off tomorrow, that's for sure.
1: Why, where did that spark between that, that agitation, where's it come from between the two camps, do you think?
0: It's been there for quite a while. Um, Devin Haney, when he first captured the WBC belt, he never won it in the ring. He was, it was um, given to him when um, Vasily Lomachenko was elevated to the status of WBC franchise champion. That's a whole other story. So the toing and froing started with the men with um George calling Devin the email champion. Um look they've been circling each other for a fair while. So this has been going on for over a year or two. It was pretty obvious these guys would meet at some point if they both continued on a winning trajectory. Um and then uh Devon was as we all know now, George spilled the beans saying that Devin had been giving chipping him in to how he thought that he could beat PFIM Lopez. Um and look that's certainly added to the spite because as far as Devon was concerned, I think those text messages were of a private nature and um, George let the cat out of the bag a couple of days ago. So there's no doubt both these guys have got a, got a, got a um, point to prove, but there's so much at stake here. I mean, it's the first time anyone will have had the chance to fight for the undisputed lightweight um, world championship and George has gone out of his way to say, I want to rattle him, I want to get in his head. And if he's done that, then maybe it can be something that he can use to his advantage uh, tomorrow.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Hey, who was the big unit from um George's camp who wanted to take on the big unit from Devon's camp right up the front there when that push and I Couldn't was quite
0: see to be honest, mate. I was there was quite a bit going on right in front of me, so I couldn't yeah. see to be honest. But um there are a few big boys here and yeah, there's definitely been a bit of a bit of tension. I mean Jim Cambos is George's old man, he's never far away from um, <laughs> from the thick of it. And I saw him being held back, so Yeah. Yeah, plenty of drama. You always get it at the big fights.
1: Are you right though about the uh you look at a fighter at the weigh-in, and the thing I look for when when you see them at the weigh-in to see how healthy they are. And there's two big examples in Australian combat sports that I can remember: Rob Whitaker before he fought Adesanya at Marvel yep. at the same venue a couple of years ago, and before that, way back when Kostia Zoo fought Ricky Hatton. And you looked at yep. them on on the scales, and you went, "Good Lord, they have not drunk." Yes. A, sip of water for the last 24 hours they look so malnourished and George didn't look like that to that extent but he looked a little you know gaunt if you know what I mean
0: they do yeah and look as I said look George is a really really natural lightweight he's probably the most natural lightweight in the division he usually he's not a guy that blows out which is why I think it's so surprising that um they were so close to the limit I mean obviously just over it but even to have left it that close at his hotel scales surprises me because um it's not that hard for him to lose the extra half pound to make sure he's doing it comfortably and um look that when you are trying to make weight like that the difference of you know half a kilogram can really bring out that gaunt drawn look and um as any fighter will tell you if you push it too far it is difficult to recover particularly if you're going into a fight which i expect this one to be it'll be 12 rounds i don't think either of these guys will be knocking the other one out. Um, it's going to be, you know, George traditionally fights at a frenetic pace. He throws a lot of punches. He needs to make sure he's got the energy to do that. So um, mm-hmm. let's just hope that it's not too much of a setback um, back for him and that he can rehydrate and refuel properly between um, now and tomorrow afternoon.
1: Nothing a stalagmite special kebab uh, Yeros won't fix with a bit of extra garlic (laughs) sauce. Uh, I'm sure you're going to sample that, Cody, in the next 24 hours. But, mate, we'll let you go. Really appreciate you joining us uh, at Short Notice on SEN. And thanks for bringing us up to date with the the drama this morning at the weigh-in for the Camposas fight.
0: Pleasure, boys. Thanks for time.